unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. Let's get into some headlines real quick. Um, Retailer Tuesday morning files for bankruptcy for the second time in three years. Obviously, they're not adept at business management. Um, Retail sales surge as prices rise and shoppers keep buying. Um, You know, with the inflation reports that came out, you know, uh, still increased prices on food, energy, and home ownership slash rentals. The three things that everybody needs. Go figure. Those are the ones that went up in price. Amazing, right? Um, Consumers call for convenience could spark self-service checkout expansion. That's a pretty timely uh, headline. Uh, Party City files for bankruptcy with plans to restructure mounting debt. Um, The next one, Irish had sent to me, uh, nearly two-thirds of retail workers uh, earn below 451 euros per week. Uh, That's not good. Um, Then there was a study, the top reasons that retail employees decide to quit or stay. You can check that out. Pay's not one of them. Go figure. Um, Once again, another timely headline, how automation turns retail labor, labor shortage into a shift. Neiman Marcus is laying off 5% of its workforce. Uh, and this was a really good one. Um, workers from wireless authorized retail stores claim wage theft. So that was good. Um, crime-related retail closures soared in 2022. Is closing shop the right solution? And then the last one, which has an appearance from yours truly, um, ex-sheets worker said she quit her job over the chain smile policy that bans obvious missing, broken, or badly discolored teeth. So there's your headlines. The links to all of that are in the description of the video for you to go peruse and read. Um, yeah, like I said, the very last one, there's a blurb uh, from me from where I talked to Alex Bitter about it. Um, and, you know, he links the podcast, so that's cool, too. I, I actually, I didn't know. I was in that until today when I saw the headline. I was like, oh, look, nice. More war zone in the press. Never, never a bad thing. So having said that, it was very timely. um, The the fact of the week that Irish sent me. So having said that, it is time for the Irish Connections fact of the week. Go ahead, sir. Okay, so this week uh, we learned that the first self-checkout was installed in a Kroger in Georgia in 1986. So there we are. Uh, Welcome, Blame Tag. So uh, this is Blame Tag's fault, by the way. He had posted an article. We'll get into that here in just a bit. Um, that's, that I, I, you know, I'd already messaged Irish and said, Hey, I want to talk about like HR and like retention and whatnot. And then all of a sudden out of left field, I'm like, by the way, topic change is blame tax fault. Cause I got triggered, like really, really, really triggered. Um, 1986, that is correct. And we'll get into some history of that stuff too here. Um, I, I hope you guys enjoy this cause I searched high and low for a lot of stuff today and it, it was, it was kind of hard getting everything together but you know all in the name of good content and educating people so now here's the thing 
you can't really talk about self-checkouts in any kind of capacity unless you really talk about cashiers because they're the ones that seemingly are going to lose their jobs and, uh, you know, they're the ones most affected by this. So let's get some cashier education, shall we? This is from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, quick facts on cashiers. 2021 median pay is $27,260 per year, which is roughly $13.11 an hour. Um, typical entry-level education, no formal educational credentials. Work experience in a related occupation, none. On-the-job training, short-term on-the-job training. Number of jobs in 2021 was 3,371,600. The job outlook for the next decade is a decline of 10%, uh, which would be the elimination of 335,700 positions. What cashiers do? They process payments from customers purchasing goods and services. What's the environment? Most cashiers work in retail establishments such as grocery stores, gas stations, and other general merchandise stores. How to become a cashier? Cashiers are trained on the job. There are no formal education requirements to become a cashier. We went over the pay already. Um, the job outlook, um, it's projected to decline 10% from 2021 to 2031. Despite declining employment, about 570,700 openings for cashiers are projected each year on average over the decade. All of those openings are expected to result from the need to replace workers who transfer to other occupations or exit the labor force, such as to retire. Also from the same website, we talk about pay a little bit. Uh, the medium hourly wage is $13.11, um, and that was in 2021. Um, the median wage is the wage at which half the workers in an occupation earned more than the amount and half earned less. The lowest 10% earned less than eight ninety three per hour, and the highest 10% earned more than sixteen ninety four. Um, the hourly wages for cashiers in different industries broke down like this: pharmacies and drugstores were thirteen eighty five. Food and beverage thirteen fifty, general merchandise twelve thirty two, gas stations eleven twenty four, and restaurants and other eating places eleven thirteen. So, uh, many beginning or inexperienced cashiers earned the federal minimum wage seven twenty five per hour as of July twenty fourth two thousand and nine, um, but many states set minimum wages higher than the federal minimum. Cashiers' work hours vary by employer. Cashiers often work during weekdays and holidays. Some cashiers employed in establishments that operate 24 hours a day, such as gas stations, work overnight shifts. Part-time work is common. Uh, and there's a little blurb there that all of us know that work in the industry. Employers may restrict the use of time off from Thanksgiving through early January because that is the busiest time of the year for most retailers. So also from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, job outlook. Um, it's projected to decline 10%. Um, it says, although retail sales are expected to increase over the projections decade, employment of cashiers is expected to decline because of advances in technology, such as the use of self-service checkout stands. Don't get too excited about that, by the way. In retail stores and increasing online sales. From there. Let's get into some of the cashier demographics. Um, 
There are over 3.3 million cashiers currently employed in the United States. 72.9% of cashiers are women, while 27.1% are men. The average age of an employed cashier is 33 years old. Huh. Job for teenagers, right? Uh Uh-huh. The most common ethnicity of cashiers is white at 55.8, followed by Hispanic or Latino at 20.7, black or African-American at 9.9, and Asian at 7.5. Cashiers are most in demand in Austin, Texas, of all places. Um, The retail industry is the highest paying for cashiers. 5% of all cashiers are LGBT. Um, And then cashier wage gap by race. This should surprise everybody. Asian cashiers have the highest average salary compared to other ethnicities. White cashiers have the lowest average salary at $26,090 a year. And then there is a gender pay gap, unfortunately. Uh, Women earn $0.99 for every dollar earned by men. Moving on. Data on employee turnover in the grocery industry. The grocery industry has a high rate of employee turnover. Many people find their first job in a grocery store while in high school and don't stay with it for long. Dissatisfaction with low pay and uninteresting work also play a large role in the high level of employee turnover in the industry. The average. Employee turnover averages 100% in the grocery industry, according to Chuck Williams, author of the 2008 book Management. The retail industry as a whole averages 59% employee turnover, and the retail companies using best practices of retaining employees turnover drops to 4 to 15%. In supermarkets, cashiers, order fillers, and stock clerks have the highest turnover rates. Replacing one supermarket cashier costs at least $3,637. The implications from this, employee turnover costs are actually 40% greater than profits across the supermarket industry as a whole. According to a study by the Coca-Cola Retailing Research Council, which that's really odd, um, this helps to explain why grocery stores are experiencing a high rate of closures. Some of them simply can't stay in business with such high turnover rates. Reasons. Grocery store employees earn significantly less than most workers across all fields. Partly because of the low pay, workers may feel unappreciated by their employers. Dealing with customers can make grocery work stressful, which may account for the particularly high turnover rate of cashiers. Additionally, workers may quickly grow bored with a job that offers little stimulation. Job growth. One-third of grocery store employees are between 16 and 24. Thus, high numbers of employees are likely to continue leaving their jobs for school or other opportunities, even if stores use best practices of retention. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics predicts no job growth in the industry between 2008 and 2018, compared with an average growth of 11% across all occupations. Stores are trying to fill existing positions, not create new ones. Opportunities for workers will remain numerous due to high turnover rate. And then from um, a website called Vault. Employment for cashiers is expected to decline through 2028, which we just went over. It also calls out, um, however, the growth of huge retail shopping chains has helped fuel a constant need for cashiers. Moreover, due to a high turnover rate among cashiers, many jobs will become available as workers leaving the field are replaced. Each year, almost one-third of all cashiers leave their jobs for various reasons. So, there's a lot of turnover. Some people want to ask why. Well, I can kind of tell you what happened the past few years. COVID-19 pandemic, grocery store workers face accelerated risk of infection study finds. Grocery store workers who interact with customers may be five times more likely to contract COVID-19 than their colleagues who don't have direct contact with customers. Results of a recent study led by researchers from Harvard University. 
The researchers analyzed 104 employees of a Boston grocery store who underwent COVID-19 testing in May as part of a citywide mandate. They found that 20% of the workers tested positive, and in addition to the accelerated risk of coronavirus infection faced by workers in customer-centric roles, 76% presented as asymptomatic. Additionally, 24% of the 99 workers who filled out a related mental health questionnaire experienced at least mild anxiety associated with work, with 46% of this group reporting they were able to consistently practice physical distancing on the job. Among respondents who didn't feel anxious, 76% indicated they were able to maintain physical distancing. Study, more than 20,000 grocery store workers have been infected or exposed to COVID-19. So there's that. So let's take a look at the chat. Um, what we got going on here? I saw that mad dog about self-scan. Yep. Um, Hybrid was saying, uh, me and my former DM were actually talking about all the automation and how we'll need a universal income in the next decade. No, we'll get into that. Um, I did say 100%. Um, Russell says, this made me think of how cashiers at the home store got paid more than stockers, like almost a dollar more. Uh, I don't know about that. It wasn't that way when I was there, but okay. Although you did have some long-term people. So, Irish, what do you got to say about that? It's interesting that some of the data comes from, uh, you know, things like the, the was it, what do you call it, the, the Coca-Cola research, something or other. It's, it's right. like the, it's, it's 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 like letting the foxes look after the hens. Like, I mean, I wouldn't trust a word they say. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not really surprised by some of that. Uh, you know, I I I think that. You know, they're they're reporting as if they're surprised, uh, like by the fact that you know there's a high turnover rate amongst low-paid retail, you know, employees that are exposed to bad management and worse customers on a daily basis. Yep. You know, so there's a clue. I've never left a job because the pay was crap. It was sort of actually fairly consistent. The pay was always crap. I've left a job because of the way I was treated by management, or I just couldn't hack the particular store anymore because of the customers or the make, you know, it's, it's never been about pay. Like, you know, I, I, if you move in retail because of pay, it's, it's because of upward mobility, like you've mentioned before, like you bounced around because that was the way of making more money in management. Uh, cashiers don't really have that luxury necessarily, not, not to the same degree. Uh, you know, they're, they're leaving jobs because they're shit. That's yeah, it. Exactly. Now, to let you guys know, I've, I've br broken this up. So the first part was talking about cashiers. So now let's get into some history. The evolution of self-service technology. Knowledge is power, right? So let's go over this. 1833, the vending machine. The coin-operated vending machine was invented by Percival Everett in 1833, first launched in London. It initially sold postcards before being rolled out in railway stations and post offices across the country, dispensing envelopes, postcards, and notepaper. The U.S. followed suit some years after, with the first American vending machine appearing on New York City train platforms in 1888, selling chewing gum, the handiwork of Thomas Adams Gum Company. The machines were used to promote and dispense the brand's Tutti Frutti Gum Range, a flavor still going strong today. 
Look at these happy people here. You know, vending machines in the 40s. What do you got there? You got milk, canteen. And then you've got vending machines in the 60s, self-service baths, where ladies are buying nylons. All right. So what else we got? 1964, the self-service gas station. On June 10th, 1964, John Roscoe began offering self-serve gasoline at his big top convenience store in Denver, Colorado. Roscoe said that it took 30 seconds to realize that he was on to something big. 1992, um, like Iris's fact of the week, uh, supermarket self-checkout. In the early 1990s, Dr. Howard Schneider developed the first retail self-checkout system called the Service Robot. And by 2003, self-checkouts were prevalent in retail stores across America. And by 2024, the market is expected to hit $4 billion with 468,000 units installed globally. The year 2000. The evolution slash revolution of the kiosk from airports to hospitality. Self-service check-in kiosks began to crop up in airports in 2000 and rolled out in mass after 9-11. New requirements for security meant people were moving through the line slower and self-service check-in seemed like a good solution to both reduce congestion and drive down staff costs. The airline industry very much led the way with self-service kiosks, and soon after we began to see significant uptake of the technology across sectors, first retail and now hospitality. Leading the way with self-service technology and hospitality is undoubtedly McDonald's. After 2014-15 and its first full year in like-for-like sales due to competition from more upmarket establishments and some other supply chain issues, the fast food giant realized it needed to quote-unquote disrupt or be disrupted. And seeing an opportunity in self-service tech, it launched an aggressive plan that would see stores across the U.S. modernize and include self-serve kiosks, mobile order, and pay in multiple locations across the world, paired with off-premise delivery in some areas, too. Having said that, here's some examples that do not incite the same amount of customer rage that self-checkouts do, but in principle are the same. So, hypocrites, let's go. Number one, ATM machines. Hey, guys, what about the banking employees? Huh? You complain about that? I I don't hear about that. I don't see reports all over the Internet about that. Do you guys? No, of course not. Number two, digital concert tickets. What about the box office workers, guys? Come on, we got to be fair, right? Three, it was mentioned in the last slide, self-serve gas stations. What happened to the gas station attendants, huh? Four, airline ticket kiosk. What about the counter workers? Five, self-serve buffet restaurants. Uh-huh. What about the reduced number of servers? You bitching about that? Uh-uh. Six, self-serve car wash. You know, someone could be getting paid to do that for you. Seven, online shopping. By customer logic, a human being should be ringing out your purchase instead of a checkout bot, right? We got to be fair, right? Eight, drive throughs There used to be people who came to your car and took your order, then brought your food out to you. Those are drive-ins. Sonic drive-ins, like one of the last remaining. But we don't complain about that, right? And then number nine, every store you shop in. Until Piggly Wiggly started the first self-serve grocery store, a clerk had to retrieve your items for you. Fun fact, we should have stuck with that model since the general public cares not if they trash your store or not. Irish. 
Yeah, I, I, I do think that um, a lot of those industries that you mentioned there have over time uh, reduced the number of employees that they have facing customers, you know. Um, what we seem to be get, getting hung up on uh, in this debate, whenever I see it online in comments sections, of you know, oh, what about the jobs, you know, save jobs? Uh, well, if, if the jobs were worth saving, I would care more. Uh, like, you know, the 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 job um, the job has been kind of um, almost dehumanized anyway with the way that customers and management treat uh, cashiers as it is. Um, I'm all for you know people working and having meaningful employment, but you, you know I don't think you know saving you know the 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 role of like cashier is necessarily what we should be focusing on. It's more about like how the cashier is treated when they are there, um, but. Look, I, I think like this sometimes splits the room, you know, like the, you, 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 there are pros and cons to this. I don't think it's that black and white, but I, I think in, in general, it's just look, it's just an acknowledgement of of the way retail has been going for decades. It's, it's, it's less about customer service now and it's just more about convenience, you know, um, right. it's it's been going down that route for 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 a long time. And, and stores are they they no longer now they still talk about it but they don't really mean customer service when they when they harp on about it because if they really meant it they would hire more people pay them better treat them better so they're happier in their work so that they would give naturally better customer service um, right that's what i kind of think is initially well one of the points i'm trying to get at here is it's selective rage and we're going to continue down this path okay i the same people that are bitching about Seth Chow Cuts and grocery stores, I, I don't hear any of them complain about the things I just listed. So so why is it so selective? Why is it cashiers? And we're, we're going to go down this road, all right? Um, you know, it, it's it, it's just ridiculous because they're trying to pick and choose. And, and I know at its core what it is, and we're going to get there, all right? But you cannot go online as a keyboard warrior on Facebook in some group saying I'm working for free when you take your happy ass to a discount buffet and eat more food than you probably should and you don't give a damn that they don't have enough servers there that jobs were eliminated because it's self-serve. You don't give a damn that you pump your own gas. You know, you don't give a damn that some of you, 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 you hillbillies out there or resourceful folks, you, you change your own oil. There's somebody working in a shop somewhere that gets paid to do that. You don't give a damn about taking their job. Now, do you? You can't be so fucking selective. And we're going to go down this road as to why it's cashiers. And having said that, before my face turns too red. I, I told you, I promised, I, there was no guarantee I wasn't going to go off. Uh, let me hit the chat real quick. Uh, angry IT guy, people are too stupid to use machines. No matter how easy you make it, a human has to deal with the innovative stupidity of the general public. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Yes. Um, Blame Tyke says, that's such posturing. They don't care one lick about the cashiers. Correct. And we're going to get to that. Um <laughs> Angry IT guy, when it comes to abuse, I'd rather abuse a machine than a person. Thank you. Thank you. That's called doing the Lord's work. Hybrid, the only thing that bothers me about self-checkout is waiting for the age gate on a DVD, and even that doesn't bother me too much, right? 
Um, Hero says, I'm not sure they care either way. I've heard the self-checkout is to reduce wait time, but the people who complain about wait time are probably still going to complain about it either way because they want to feel entitled and have someone perform a service for them either way. Correct. We're getting to that. Don't jump ahead. Um, Mad Dog. But at the same time, we put so much pressure on the cashier as the last line of defense to our customer service and ensuring a customer has a great experience. Hold up. Hold up. We're getting there. All right. So we went through cashiers. We went through history. Now let's get in to, to the nonsense. All right. So these are the kind of things you see online. Never self-checkout. It's not convenient for me to help corporations fire workers so they raise their profits. I stand in line, and when the lines back up, the store calls more cashiers to do the front. If we keep doing it, they'll need to hire more people. Never self-checkout. You are not a store employee. Stop being one for free. Then you got never use self-checkout. They kill jobs. Self-checkout machines don't contribute with payroll taxes. Self-checkouts, they are really not that convenient. Share if you agree. Okay, cool. Then we had this nonsense, and this is why this was all blame tag's fault. And this is where art imitates life and where satire becomes real. Waging war, I sued Walmart over self-checkout, but a crucial flaw in my argument lost my legal battle with the beloved retailer. A customer's lawsuit against Walmart for wages for using the company's self-checkout machines has been dismissed by a federal judge in California. U.S. District Judge John S. Tegar ruled that labor law does not protect non-employees and it would be absurd to expand the law to include customers at Walmart. The customer, Deborah Russell, could only be owed wages if she were considered an employee, but there was no law that would categorize customers as workers. Russell filed the lawsuit in May, alleging that the use of self-checkout machines legally transformed customers into employees and that Walmart's failure to pay customers violated state labor and undermined statewide labor markets. According to Russell, California wage laws define what it means to employ a worker, and the term employee can also mean to suffer or permit work to be done by another. Russell claimed that Walmart's cashiers were explicitly considered workers and their work tasks included handling and scanning products. Russell also claimed that Walmart's implementation of self-checkout kiosk was not for the benefit of customers, but was instead a ploy to reduce labor costs and provide economic benefits to the company. Are you kidding me? And then you have our sponsor here, an article that he put out prior to this, Self-checkout customers demand W-2 since they're doing the job of an employee. Give me a fucking break. Then, this is from CBC. Machines versus cashiers. Why shoppers are so divided over self-checkout. So what's driving the debate? Turns out age can be a factor. Dum, dum, dum. As well as one's view on whether the technology represents progress or a step backwards as shoppers. Aided by machines, do the work cashiers. A lot of people do see self-checkouts as a threat to workers, said Sylvain Charlebois, a professor at Halifax-based, I'm not going to say that word, uh, specializing in food distribution and policy. But those who prefer to use cashiers often fear the machines will lead to fewer of them and longer lineups, and they don't see that as progress. 
I would just rather interact with a person, he said. You put in these self-checkouts, you're going to eliminate jobs. That's Nadine McKinnon, 59, of Toronto, who also agrees. They shouldn't be able to take away jobs from workers, force the customer to do that work for them for free. That doesn't placate shoppers like Ruta and McKinnon, who still worry about displaced workers and how automation will change the shopping experience. Punchline, here it is. Here's your money shot. I prefer to be served by a human being, said McKinnon. So uh, all this stuff, the links are in the the description of the video. Blame tag. You got to go check this one out. When you see the picture of, of McKinnon, it says all you need to know. Anyway, in the same article, checkout preferences. If both a self-checkout kiosk and a cashier are available at a store, which one do you prefer to check out with? Guess what? If you're 55 or older, only 19% of you use self-checkout. 75% of you want a cashier. 6% have no preference. If you're between 35 and 54, 35% use self-checkout. 55% use cashier. 10% no preference. If you're between 18 and 34, 46% use self-checkout, 39% cashier, 15% no preference. Uh, Is this one of those okay boomer moments? I don't know. I don't know. We shall continue. In praise of self-checkouts, self-service often means better service. Uh, Is the store making you do someone else's job? Of course, what really infuriates the self-checkout haters is being quote-unquote forced to do a cashier's job. In reality, customers engage in self-service all the time. One fairly obvious example is when shoppers collect their own items as they browse the store. But it wasn't always this way. A little over a century ago, this was a task usually done by a store clerk who would take a customer's order and retrieve the products while the customer waited. Large stores required quote-unquote small army of clerks which naturally raised the cost of labor, costs that were passed on to the consumer in the form of higher prices. It wasn't until George Saunders founded the first Piggly Wiggly store in 1916 that customers were allowed to take items off of the shelves by themselves. He aptly referred to it as a quote-unquote self-serving store. Killing jobs? Not really. But for modern Luddites, even voluntary self-service is verboten. It is decried as a pernicious development which threatens to eliminate jobs by making the customers do the work themselves. And in some cases, self-service has been outlawed. I I learned this today. Uh, In New Jersey, for example, it is illegal for you to pump your own gas. While the original reason behind the prohibition may have been more sinister, today the purported justification for the ban is to protect the jobs of gas station attendants. The argument is not without merit. Allowing drivers to fill up their own tanks did remove the need for an attendant, but it also brought down prices and increased customer satisfaction. Nowadays, critics of self-checkouts make the same argument against self-service that was made to ban motorists from filling up their own cars. They worry that machines have been replacing human cashiers for a while, and if left unrestrained, will eradicate the job completely. But is it true? Do self-checkouts eliminate cashier jobs? In short, not really. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the number of cashiers in the United States has risen uh, over the past decade, even during the Great Recession when overall employment growth was pitifully low. That's not to say there wouldn't be more cashier jobs if self-checkouts had never been invented. Surely there would be, 
but they are certainly not about to make the occupation obsolete anytime soon. So, here we are. Let me look at the chat real quick. Um, online grocery pickup has taken more away from cashiers than self-checkout has. Yep. Um, Joey K., you have to be the laziest, most pathetic piece of shit on earth to think a self-checkout is labor. Correct? Angry IT guy, if time is money, the store does pay you to do self-checkout. Correct. Um, Joey K., Walmart's like, okay, cool. Where should I mail your 75-cent check, guys? Uh, that's appropriate. Um, what else we got here? Lame Tech says, we should have found the guy who always replies to my self-checkout tweets. Yeah, probably we should have. Um, Russell says it's the same thing as having a quick aisle, 10 items or less. Um, Russell says 18 to 34 has that. I can skip the ad. They ain't watched live TV and can't skip commercials. It was true. Um, sorry, Russell, buddy, 18 to 34. is more technology, more technologically savvy than you will be. And I will be, you need to own up and just admit it. Um, Angry IT guy at my local Dollar General. The cashier is overworked. They let out sigh of relief when I tell them, don't worry about me. I'll check myself out. Yes. Hero says, way to fuck it up, Piggly Wiggly. Um, uh, angry IT guy says, New Jersey's gas laws for insurance purposes, I'm told. That does make sense. Um, and Joey K says, that's why everyone hates New Jersey. So, Iris, I'm going to let you say a few words here because I got a couple things I want to spout out. Your thoughts. My thoughts are basically that um, the problem could be boiled down. Like when they when they say that that when when they say they want to like you know save jobs, what they really mean is they want the you know they want uh, to save their own dopamine hits. I think um, they the people that will complain about it in that vein. Um, I think that they get a lot of their kicks from being served. Uh, and and having someone you know bag their groceries or scan something through for them or they just they can't get that from a machine they, they, there's no no satisfaction for them and it's right. no surprise to me that mm-hmm. the 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 age uh, you know get you know it's it's obvious in 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 the data there that you know that the, the older generations are, are are more resistant to the idea of self service because you know it, it is that demographic that 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 kind of you know prefers uh to, to be served and are kind of used to that uh, throughout the years. Um, and they're also the most problematic customers, let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so so it's 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 not really a surprise uh, to me. I, I really think that, um, y- you know, where the younger generations kind of get their kicks from, their dopamine hits from, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's from instant gratification. It's from buying something online, it arriving like, you know, the next day, that kind of stuff. Um, it, it, it doesn't need that, uh, the, you know, the, the vehicle to be, you know, someone st- serving you to, to, to get the kicks. But you're right. You made some very, very good points about the buffets, about the self-service gas stations, about the, you know, the car washes, all that. They, you know, they, I just don't think they've done any of those frequently enough. Um, you know, to, to rely on them a, a, as a kind of regular dopamine hit, but they will go grocery shopping every day and they just like to, it's a mixture of um, probably just, you know, they might like the human interaction, but they, they you know, a lot no. of them do, you know, like being, uh, I suppose they feel superior, you know, and exactly. I think that's where it comes from. And having said that, let's, let's pose some things here. So 
a lot of the same people that complain about self-checkout and worried about the poor, pitiful cashiers are the, the same folks that say, if you increase the minimum wage, our prices are going to go up, right? So you don't want to pay the cashiers a livable wage, yet bitch about self-checkout when cashiers become scarce. Conclusion, you want an indentured and impoverished servant. Okay, got you. Also, the precious cashiers that they're wanting to so protect, right? Because they're so important. Let's ponder this for a minute. What would the response had been from these people if businesses went strictly self-checkout without letting anybody go, keeping everybody on payroll for the safety of their cashiers during the pandemic? The cashiers they care so much about, right? Chances are there would have been mass, complete, over-the-top outrage. Conclusion. The health and safety is secondary to you being served. Essential was and is the new disposable. This is where I get pissed off. You cannot pick and choose. If you walk into my place of business and you're bitching about a self-checkout lane, replacing jobs, I need to hear you talk about buffets. I need to hear you talk about changing your own oil. I need to hear about you using Ticketmaster's online ticket thing so you can skip dealing with a person. What is it with you people that make you feel like retail and grocery is are building buildings full of your fucking slaves? You guys are hypocrites. You're assholes. And, and, and why is this the hill you die on? I hear more people complain that the ATM machine isn't working than the fact that the ATM machine took somebody's job. And this is where I have a problem with the whole self-checkout argument. You know, a lot of the boomers grew up watching television shows like Hazel, you know, where families had maids, right? It was a common thing. But you clean your own house. You could pay somebody to do that, but you're not, right? No, 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 no. We're not doing that. But but that maybe you maybe there's a reason why there maids are no more. Because you took that job from them, right? You you did it yourself. You know, you can't pick and choose. So I wish there was a study as to why it's always retail and grocery. Why? And going back to what somebody said about, you know, yelling at a machine. Look, these cashiers, you talk about cashiers and turnover, all right? Cashiers turnover all the time. For you people that say it kills jobs, I have worked tons of places, right? But I've never known anybody that's ran a store that has self-checkout where, they get an email. Oh, we're installing self-checkout. You got to fire five people. That's not what happens. But I know a person's perception is their reality. And I get that. But if you dig deeper into a lot of these things, I've said it before. Those cashiers aren't necessarily losing their jobs. They're given an opportunity to work somewhere else in the store. Now, if they don't want to do that, that's a personal choice. They're not getting fired. 
that labor is being reallocated. If you don't run stores, you don't know that. If you don't run stores, you don't have the information. Therefore, you're not qualified to speak to it. Everything at that point is just conjecture and what you think. Okay, Irish, I got to let my blood pressure go down. Your turn. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, look, both sides of the argument have, have merit, okay? Uh, you, you know, I, I do think over time automation – automation has never been good for employment, you know? Um, I do think over time that, you know, it, it, it will, you know, take jobs away. I'm just not terribly upset about it. Um, because like that, the jobs can be re- reallocated in store. Sometimes, if they really cared about customer service, that's a very easy win. They, you know, they, they they can reallocate those to kind of service more people, and that would also quieten the cough of the people that are pre- predominantly complaining about uh, not being served. Um, but I, I, I think the, the the one warning I would I I would you know think that has the most merit on the other side against self-service checkouts is that uh self-service checkouts are never going to go on strike right um it's it's not um you know if it it will make it harder uh, oh continue yeah. but i i've got something on that i haven't hit okay. that point yet go ahead all right. Well, look, I th- I think it, it it will make it harder in in, in the future, it, you know, because it's one less thing for the for the kind of a union or employees to threaten that, you know, they, they won't show up to man a, a checkout. Uh, you know, uh, plenty of people will walk past a picket line and go do their, their grocery shopping for whatever reason. And, you know, you know, self-service checkouts make it a little bit easier. So so they they may not be immediately taking jobs away. I think over time it probably will have an effect. Um, but it, they they will. I suppose it's, it's just it's part of the the retail landscape, automation, all this sort of stuff. It it, it will make it a little bit easier um, uh, to, for for large corporations to to take the hit of a strike when they can still uh, you know they have bare bones staff, maybe the stocking shelves and customers serving themselves. So it's not the biggest deal breaker for me personally. I I like them. I, I like them because it, it's convenient for me. It's just, it's easier for me. It's, you know, um, I don't have an issue with it, but, you know, I, I do think that um, both sides of the argument have merit. Well, as far as strikes go, uh, what I discovered today is several unions have language in place in contracts that if technology comes to a location that's unionized, the company has to have a meeting with the union and there is also a guarantee that no one gets fired because of that technology. So there's another bonus for unions because they prevent what you just talked about. Now, something real quick, ranty bastard, self-checkout equals higher theft. Buddy, let me tell you something. It does. But the way theft is right now, you got people walking out the fucking door. They don't even care about the self-checkout. It's gotten so ballsy right now that people are just walking out with cartloads. They're not even going through the self-checkout. And I'd be willing to bet that there's more theft walking out doors like that in places that don't have security measures than through self-checkout because I sure as fuck know it is where I'm at by a long shot. It ain't even close at all. 
if, if can I address just one 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 more thing sure. too? There's an assumption as well that that um, you know, part of the reason why these take jobs is that they they they, they replace more people. Like a, a self service checkout is not worth one cashier. Uh, if you it, like. Typically, it will take uh, one cashier will manage between four and six uh, self-service checkouts, in my experience, anyway. Um, now, like if you look at the the, the, the real nuts and bolts, like the, the beeps per minute, if you like, customers are not that quick, you know. So, like a, a cashier will 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 feed, you know, through a checkout, you know, hundreds of groceries in the same span of time as a customer might do, like a third of that. So it's it's not necessarily about, you know, uh, serving more customers quicker. Um, it, it, it does help. I'm sure you guys had those stupid uh, lines that we had over here, you know, the 10 items or less, that never worked. There was always nope, some idiot does. in there with a with, a, with like 200 items. Yeah. Oh, really? Is it, in the you know, case, that, that to your point worked. on that real quick, and you know this, mm. Irish, you can have 20 items or less, but management won't let you turn anybody down. Oh, I, absolutely. Not not a hope. And, and as well as that, no matter how many signs you put up, it won't make any difference. But the point is, like, there, there is this assumption of, like, you know, si- you know six self-service checkouts machines are, are, are taking six jobs away. They're, they're really not. The beeps per minute are not that high. Customers are not as quick as cashiers. Um, you know, it, it, for me, I, I shop in kind of small amounts. So it's really convenient for me to have like a handful of items and go through that rather than stand in line beside, you know, people with like 200 items in a cart, you know? Um, real quick, I want to get into a couple of comments. Uh, TM Lynn says in college, I worked at a factory. The union constantly fought automation for fear of losing their job. Meanwhile, factory offered better pay with the automation because of the tech know-how. The people I worked with there were afraid to try and learn something new. These are a lot of the same people complaining about self-checkouts. Yes, I agree. Um, also, too, um, what did I see there? Um, we, we talk about automation. Have you guys ever watched a, a, a episodes of how it's made? Do you see the amazing machines they have in food manufacturing plants? We sit back and be like, oh, wow, that is an awesome machine. I don't see anybody fucking standing on the side of the road bitching because Nabisco's making Oreos or whoever, you know, with a machine instead of a person. That's the point. You can't be selective about it. You you, you can't. It's all or nothing, right? If you're going to complain about self-checkouts you, and automation, you need to complain about automation everywhere. I mean, look at how many car manufacturing places are using robots to do a lot of the menial stuff. I don't see anybody, you know, trying to sue, you know, Hyundai. No, we don't see that shit, do we? Uh-uh. It comes down to an older generation of people who feel like they should be worshipped and served, and that's what that's what this all comes down to. It comes down to servitude. Has nothing to do with it. And also, it does also have to do with the inability to adapt to change or inability to want to learn how something works to make it more efficient because I have zero problem using a self-checkout. Never have. Ever. It's not hard. And if you work in the industry and you have a problem with a self-checkout, you need to get your head checked because there's a problem. It's they're easy. They're easy. Um, Randy says smart checkout, dumb user. Yes. And also, to your point, Randy, yeah, people that are stealing on that level have been doing it for a long time. Self-checkouts are not 100%. You know, where I'm at, I don't, you know, you will see the people who will scan everything. 
and put it in a buggy and try to go, but we're pretty good at catching that. Self-checkouts, you know, you know, it's the theft there isn't as bad. What where you where you do lose on theft is you're losing on people scanning different barcodes. You know, the, you do lose on that. Now, one thing about self-checkouts, and I think I just lost my train of thought on this, um, with like the theft and whatnot, a lot of it comes down to training and having people in place. If you're not training people and what they look for, and you just got somebody standing there looking at their cell phone and they're not checking, well, yeah. I mean, all the different parts of the machine have to work. If you've got a person manning self-checkout, they've got to be on top of it. If they're not, then the whatever. That That's a, a training issue. Um, that's a, that's not even a staffing issue. That That's a failure to make the operation run as it should, period. Um. Blame tax says the thieves are at least going to be return customers. True. Uh, Miss Noodle Smugger says it's just as easy as still going through the lane with the cashier sometimes. Yes. Um, but yeah, you know, Russell, I appreciate the fact that you're like country bumpkin and, and, and you're like the anti everything that we talk here, but common sense, buddy. Look, man. You either move with the times or you die with the times. It's, it's one of the two. If you want to die with the times, go right ahead. I mean, it's your choice. It's a personal choice. I love technology. Technology can do a lot of great things. Um, but you, you got to be careful, bro. And you don't talk about the kind of person you get on the phone for tech support. Ain't cool. I'll ban you next time. That's your freebie. Because um, we don't do that here. Um. Ranty says payrolls are our biggest expense. Well, then stop paying the CEO of bathrooms fourteen million. Exactly, exactly. You know. Well, also it should be. By the way, payroll should be your biggest expense. I mean that that's that, that's in line with work. Yeah, you, you know the, I don't know where these people get these uh, you know clickbait headlines as if it's that should be a surprise. Of course, payroll is going to be a big expense. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, th- th- this conversation is a, a lot more interesting than I anticipated from the start. Like, you're absolutely right to point out that, like, you know, self-service checkouts can be used as a kind of a, you know, a, a yardstick to to why, you know, uh, specifically retail workers are treated differently than th- th- than other areas. I suspect the same thing would probably happen with service, uh, you know, with with, with, with uh, you know waiting staff. Uh, but you know it's absolutely right. It comes down to people, you know, wanting to be served, and 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 there's that's the the only consistent logic that 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 kind of holds any water. Uh, you and, know, when and, it comes to everything, and it's, and it's an age range. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, would you not agree? Because I mean, the the statistics show that the younger generations are adapting to the technology and keeping it moving. It's absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember when credit cards were still an unusual thing. Right. And that was early days for me now. But, you know, like it, it was still a thing that with the age was there as well. You know, yeah. that 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 it was the it was the older generations that were there were still like, oh, do you accept checks? And this was like, Jesus, really? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know, I, I, I think that like I'm, I think there might still be a little bit of that left in the States, but there's zero of that here that I, I haven't seen a check in like 20 years. You know, it's. Just, oh, my God. Uh, checks are all over the damn place here. Yeah. I don't understand how that's still a thing. It's, no, it, it, it still is. Trust me, because the customers always right here in the United States. So oh, it, we're going to still doing checks. All right. So 
we're going to get to the uh, question of the week because I, I'm I'm really happy with this. I, I really appreciate all you guys who who retweeted it and, and commented and whatnot because it's nice to see engagement because that really matters a lot. You know, because when we're trying to collect what people think, you know, it's a lot better to have more than five people do it. So having said that, the, you know, the question of the, this week was a, a poll and it was self-checkouts. Do you like them? Yes, comment why, no comment why. Now, when I put this together, um, this was sitting at 86 votes. Now, I'm looking at it currently real time. We're at 106 votes. Um, and the percentages haven't really changed. Uh, right now, currently live, yes is 74.5%. And no is 25.5%. So let's go through some of the comments. Mel said, I like them because they're usually faster. Even when the lines are long, they move quickly. The downside is at Walmart, for example, there's one employee supervising five to 10 self-checkouts. So when something goes wrong, it might take a while for them to, let, to assist. Now, thank you for bringing that up because I had lost my train of thought. And this is kind of what I wanted to say a few minutes ago. We all have seen the memes for years. How come Walmart has 15 checkouts, but only two cashiers running and it's busy because cashiers are hard to come by and because cashier turnover is high. So I just want to put that out there. Uh, Cranky responded to uh, Mel saying, also not a fan of the people who do their giant $400 shop through them. Because generally those people move slow as molasses and have numerous problems and don't know how to use it. Mel replied, agreed. They're not all trained cashiers. I do think self-checkout should be 20 items or less. Let the employees ring out the big halls. And then we have uh, Space Conveyor said, don't get paid by the company to work there. I'm not working for free. Also hire more people to work checkout. Okay, to that point, hiring cashiers is one of the hardest things to get to stick. Everywhere I've ever worked, the most turnover I ever had was with cashiers. Every single time. So I can promise you they're probably trying to hire them and they probably can't get them or keep them because the wages are too low. That's just a fact. Uh, Pinstripe says, I like them for the most part. I can usually check myself out faster than a cashier and I don't get to play 20 questions. Would you like to sign up for our cool club card? How about another credit card you can't afford? Would you like a three-year warranty on this loaf of bread? I know that sounds crazy, but it's coming. And he's 100% right. Uh, Sassy Maggie, when I have a few things and don't want to wait, but I agree, no produce, beer, or over-the-counter meds that will slow it down. Gray Rock, Irish. Um, yes, because you largely don't have to deal with other people. We're a neurodiverse household, and shops can be overwhelming for sensory reasons, so removing the need to interact is helpful. It's another thing we don't talk about enough. There's a benefit to it, and we'll get into that probably at a later date. Uh, James Burgold, while the intent may be to expedite people buying products, it makes the original experience of the Apple Store transactional, not transformative, right? You have Teresa Green, no, because they take away jobs. Yes and no. You you got to get into the weeds to understand it and and, and know for sure what's happening. Um, it can affect jobs. Yes, it sure can. But is it as rampant as everyone makes it out to be? Not even close. 
Uh, it's just coffee says it depends if I'm only getting three to four things. I like them a car full. I want a person that's fair. Then we have Jay because I can get in and out easily without making small talk. Yep. Cranky. I like them because they're often faster. I like to be in and out while I'm not rude or mean about it. I'm super impatient, probably because I spend enough time in a retail store as it is. Correct. And then we had Patty here who says they take jobs from people. The store I work in won't install them for this reason. Yes, the owner, it's a 90-store chain, has said specifically that they take away jobs and he refuses to replace people with self-checkout. I will stand in line with one item to avoid self-checkout. Now, it's a 90-store chain, and he's the owner. What that's saying is you can't put him in in a 90-store chain and justify the cost without cutting people. It's not that it takes jobs. It costs money. And a 90 store chain probably is not going to generate enough revenue to handle both. And the name cannot be blank said, if a store has them, the hours are already gone. You're not saving any jobs. That's true too. Uh, Rebecca says, I've worked as a cashier. And to be honest, self-checkout goes out faster for me. Uh, childless cat lady, no human interaction or minimal. And most stores are short staffed as it is. It's not taking jobs. It's creating a solution to the problem of not having enough employees. Yes. And that's where we're at right now. Because everybody said low-skilled earners or low-skilled workers, they need to get better jobs. Guess what? They went and did. Now you get self-checkout. That's what you get. Um, you won't remember all my champagne. It says faster. I can bag my groceries the way I want them bagged. I don't have to make small talk with someone on my day off. Also said, plus the usual grocery store I go to makes you bag your own groceries, even when you go to a cashier, probably about 75% of the time. And then our good friend, Hell Yeah Holly, they encourage theft, and even when they're made idiot-proof, someone will still mess up bringing up their own stuff. That's true. Uh, Flodor Road says, because I hate forced conversations. Same. Uh, name cannot be blank. Also said, customer using them frees me up to do work. As a customer, I can ring myself up faster than most cashiers. That's something, if you've been in the business a long time, you find out that that's just the truth. If you're wanting to get in and out, self-checkout's yeah. the way. Uh, Philly Essential says, definitely helps when there are long lines and people just want to be in and out. Then we had Slinky Malinky. Usually, I don't want to make conversation and I know stores for staff to chit-chat, so I just try to avoid it all. TM Lens, there you are. I have to interact with people for work. With self-checkout, I can avoid it in my personal time. Um, Hasoka's harlot, because I can get my shit and get the hell out faster than you can say Tuesday. I'm trying to get in and out. Hate that damn chore. Yep. Proto. Good old proto rates. Just social anxiety. Most of the time, if shopping alone, I'm listening to something to close off the world. And then Pam says, if I have one or two things, I'll use it. Otherwise, I'll find an actual person. Uh, Gilgamesh. I love them because they're fast and efficient. Dirk, faster, no inane chit-chat, groceries get bagged the right way. Blame tag, it's situational, usually depends on who else is in line and what I'm buying. Like if I have a lot of produce, I'll probably go to cashier because they're faster. But if I'm getting like a toothbrush and a can of soup, I'll just go through self-checkout. And then our good friend S. William Brown, who's been absent for a while and has returned, we need them because we have no employees in the store to help ring anymore. I should note, our CEO made $17 million last year. Then two love budgies. I like them. When I go through the regular checkout, I tend to get stuck behind someone with paying a zillion empty gift cards. At least at the self-checkout, I have multiple options. 
and the Macklemore. I get highly overstimulated and overwhelmed in stores, and self-checkout is so much less overwhelming. So that's where we're at. Now, let me check the, stat, the, the chat real quick because we're over time. Uh, let's, let's get this moving. Uh, let's see what I, I got. Um, Mel says, I've manned self-checkouts. You have to have eyes all over at all times. Yes. Um, I think I saw that earlier. Um, Ranty says, you get generations are using apps to pay while they shop and skipping the checkout altogether. Yep. Um, Hero says, I'd rather bag myself. Mad Dog says, for items that require a certain age, why can't we just scan the back of our ID like they do at the gas station? I think they're working on that, actually. Quinoa, what's up? Chat check. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Irish, close us out. Uh, well, I think you said it best uh, in one of your earlier episodes that you have witnessed the devolution of uh, society over over time in in retail, and this is just more evidence of it. I think, uh, you know, you know, it's just it's maybe that hopefully the one the last kind of uh, gasps of an an old establishment there that are used to just having people you know bend over backwards to serve them, and they're getting their their kicks out of feeling superior you know, superior to people every um, a couple of times a day when they're in grocery stores. Um, I do think that is what the real issue is about the, the, the controversy over self-checkouts. You're right. It's not about jobs. Uh, it is about, uh, you, you know, people's entitlement to, you know, feel superior to, to people behind a checkout. Yep. And that's what it is. And all I would say is this. I don't care. You are more than welcome to hate self-checkouts. You're more than welcome to have your opinion that it kills jobs. But unless you start bitching about all the other things you do that are self-serve, that also eliminates jobs, keep your fucking mouth shut. Once again, if you don't like self-checkouts, shop somewhere else. There are plenty of businesses out there that don't have them. Shop there. But I suspect you probably won't because you like the convenience of where the store you shop is at. Well, we like the convenience of having a machine to ring you up so we don't have to listen to your fucking mouth. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of the story. Having said that, Irish, thank you for being here. Just to let you know, uh, next week, Irish may not be able to be here. He's got real world things going on and there's a real world things that go on outside of the war zone. So I just wanted to let everybody know, uh, we will have as usual, a therapy session on Monday. If, if this causes you to have to, to need to have some extra therapy, come on Monday. We'll talk about it then too. But like I said, don't be hypocrites, be fair. And I'm sorry if the pandemic proved anything, you people don't care about the fucking cashiers and the fucking jobs. Give me a break. You just want somebody to wipe your ass for you, and that's it. And we're smart enough to realize it. So, Irish, any last words before we get out of here? I think you just said it best, Steve. All righty, my friend. Uh, once again, I want to say how thankful I am to have Irish in the corner. It's great having somebody especially on the other side of the world basically who's been through the same shit we all have 
he's he's a war zone treasure. We'll just say that. Having said that, everybody, have a wonderful evening. Stay safe. Don't take no shit any, off anybody. And you know what? If you don't like self-checkout, fucking go somewhere else. Peace out. See you next time.